This is KC Sports Network, proudly presented by M-Prize Bank. Welcome back, everyone, to the Border War Podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented by M-Prize Bank. My name is Jared Sutton. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, how are we doing? It's great great having the league play back, man. It's a lot to cover here with Mizzou as they start SEC play two games down, but uh, just fun having the the conference season back in college basketball. So many yeah. good games over the last uh, last few days. Yeah, you you know, anytime we can get it here on the pod, talk some basketball, especially as it progresses, like we talked about, league play, conference play. One of my favorite parts uh, is, you know, that league play. I mean, I guess I can't put it over March Madness. But uh, conference play is very is very fun watching me just because the, these teams, they know so much about each other. Uh, the scout report just kind of gets transferred from last year. They kick out a couple seniors, add some freshmen <laughs> in, maybe add a couple more uh, notes to it. Uh, plays, maybe they might catch a couple more, but they kind of know what you're doing. So those those games are fun because both teams kind of know what each other's doing. Uh, the players are well prepared for that. And when the games are tight, guys are playing at a, a high level. It's the buildup, too. I mean, you go from non-conference play, league play. I, I feel like it's a new energy and excitement. And then, obviously, the NCAA tournament and the postseason is a different different deal. But I do get excited for league play. Um, I like the challenges, too, to kind of break up the league play. We, we'll talk about that you know, down the road. But um, just fun to have you know competitive SEC basketball you know, back in, in full swing for Mizzou. Unfortunately, two losses to touch on for the Tigers. Uh, we're going to start with the Georgia game. Um, again, it's, you know, a good game back and forth. Georgia ends up winning at 75-68. Um, Georgia got out to a pretty serious lead in the first half, and you thought, man, they're going to you know, wipe Mizzou off the floor. And then Mizzou all of a sudden goes on a big-time run and close the half. <laughs> they get back into the game, uh, and you think, man, like, this is kind of how Mizzou's been when they've won some games. You go back to, like, the Minnesota game, that they won um, on the road, that that was a, a big comeback. Pitt was a comeback. You know, that, those type of games, I feel like, are what Mizzou's been doing, uh, especially in non-conference play. But unfortunately, they, they fall short. And some things to take away, Sean East, again, we talk about him, I feel like, every podcast. He continues to be so productive. Uh, had 18 in that game. Was really, really effective, just kind of in the mid-range. Didn't hit any threes. Um, everything was kind of around the rim. Uh, the emergence of Tamar Bates is yeah. really what I kind of want to hit on. Uh, they did get Noah Carter to play a little bit better. Noah's been in a little bit of a slump. Um, but really, Tamar Bates and Aiden Shaw. Yeah. And we talked about him, Jeff. He's the Kansas City kids. Yeah. And, and both these guys, to start league play, if there's a positive for me, it's Tamar Bates and Aiden Shaw. Yeah. Because um, those guys are playing aggressively. I think outside of Sean, I think they're the two most reliable players right now for Mizzou. Where you know what you're going to get from them, they're two of the better athletes Mizzou has. They're playing both ends of the floor. Let's start with Tamar. Um, the efficiency he he plays with so much fire, and <laughs> so like he's a totally different. I, I I watched him so much at Indiana, and you know it just felt like he was kind of like trying to not make a mistake. And I I just feel a totally different type of player now. And I I hope he has a great league season. He deserves this just because he, he he didn't really have, you know, what he wanted out of his experience. And not not to say it was a bad experience, but just not the, didn't didn't really work out how he wanted it to. And boy, he's really kind of hit the ground running really over the last I would say two three weeks of, of being one of Mizzou's best players. Yeah, and uh, 
I mean, you mentioned Tamar, uh, and we can talk the Kansas City guys for sure. Uh, but Tamar, I mean, you know what? Just looking at Tamar, like you talk about that fire, like that's how he, like that's how he's always played. Like, yeah, you when you watch him, it's like it's almost like he's ready to fight. But he's <laughs> yeah, not, question. He's just no like way. he's intense, he's super fight, intense. But he's yeah. ready to fight, but he's not ready to fight. Like he's just it's super intense. He's locked in. He's going to do everything uh, for his team. And uh, I-, I love what he brings on the defensive end, what he brings energy-wise. And I- I've always loved his offensive game. And, you know, I think, you know, you know, when he was at Indiana, like you mentioned, he just wasn't able to get that right feel, that right fit, you know, see it the way he really wanted to see it. And, you know, him being at Mizzou a little bit closer to home, uh, I think, in, you know, being in Big 12 play, which is also a tough conference, you know, him embracing, I mean, excuse me, not Big 12 play. I'm so sorry. See what I'm saying? Which is a great conference. I mean, I think he's just, he's locking all of that stuff in. And I think offensively, it's really starting to shine uh, in his in his production. And I'm very proud to see him uh, really start to get things turned around in conference play. Yeah, I mean, his shooting, yeah. like he's got, he's got such a belief in his shot again. Um, cause when we called some of his games for sec plus at the beginning of the year, he was shooting the ball three or four times and he was pretty passive. Um, yeah. and you think, man, this, this guy's got to really turn it on. Um, cause he's got the opportunity to do it. And now he's, it's just kind of keeps building and building and building. He had a great game against Seton Hall in Kansas city. I felt like that kind of kicked it off for him where, I mean, he was excellent in that game and Mizzou got beat and, but he was the best player on the floor for Mizzou. Really. I thought the entire day on both ends of the floor. And I think it touches on like his intensity, how hard he plays, where, you know, he, he's he's not like overthinking. He's just so locked into the next play. You know, he's he's not he never never dude never hangs his head. Like he plays with relentless motor. He's tough on the glass. He's a versatile fender, like he's switching everywhere. Um, and in terms of guarding. So I think he's really just helping himself, um, yeah. just showing what we knew he could be coming out of high school when he was at IMG. I mean, he was a very, yeah. very heavily recruited player. Um, yeah. And there was a lot of untapped potential with him. And it's just fun to see a player like find themselves mm-hmm. and and knowing that it's been very much a struggle. Um, but he was great. The the the, um, the Georgia game, he goes for 15 points. He was 6'11 from the field and hit uh, a three. He was one of three. And then he turns around in the Kentucky game and goes for 18 points, six of 12 from the field two of six from three. So his production, I mean, it's, it speaks for itself. Um, Central Arkansas right before league play had a really good game. So he's, he's, a he's hitting kind of his stride and the, the confidence and the belief in himself. And I think Dennis Gates is definitely, you know, behind the, the, the ear there of like, Hey, when you step on the floor, you're a great player, go be a great player. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what you're seeing from the other guys, Aiden Shaw, um, yeah. man, am I happy for Aiden. I, First of all, he's just such an amazing kid. Like he's so easy to talk to, and he's yeah. somebody. He's somebody you pull for. Very soft spoken, great family, and like I know how hard he works. Like he definitely works. Like he he wants to be good, and it's just it's been a little bit of a slow. Pro- I think he's finally bought in to playing to his strengths and just not trying to be anybody else but himself. And I, I think that's something that that maybe was in the back of his mind as a freshman. He's such a great athlete. But, you know, oh, I got to showcase my handle. I got to showcase my jump yeah. shot. Man, he, when he just plays hard and plays to his athleticism, he's everywhere. Yeah. That's you know, he, 
it's 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 deflections, it's dunks, it's steals, it's switching one through five. He's making passes now within the offense. Um, really happy for him. He had fourteen and six in the Georgia game and went seven of eight from the field. And I'm, I'm some of his dunks were unbelievable. I mean, he's a pogo stick. It's just like he get, you just throw the ball up. He's hanging in the air, double clutching. I mean, his his finishing um, and just his range, like his catch radius too. Like you put the ball anywhere. They can just go get it, um, and he's just a freaky, freaky athlete. But I'm just happy that he's impacting the game now like we knew Aiden Shaw could, and he started to do it more consistently over the last couple of games. Yeah, and, you know, again, another Kansas City kid, proud yeah. of you know, oh, yeah. you know, it. Got, a pr- it's proud. It's, yeah, it's a proud uh, moment for us, man. Those, yeah. Yeah, those, those Get a for the Kansas City guys. Yeah, you know, man, those guys bring, bring great. Great pride to me and, uh, you know, seeing those guys excel and see where they were at when, you know, we were talking, hey, tomorrow we like to see him give more production. Hey, Aiden, we like to see him give more production. We like to see Aiden hit the boards more. And, you know, and, you know, these last three games, he's he's attacked the boards a lot more than he has. And I think it's just showing, you know, when he's aggressive on the rebound, like you said, when he's aggressive uh, uh, hitting the boards, uh, I think that just transcends his game to put him in aggressive mode for the entire game. And uh, he's just so locked in right now. He's so versatile. Uh, he's so long. I mean, when that ball comes off the rim, you better watch out. Uh, but just uh, Aiden's just so versatile. And I think he gives the the Tigers a best chance to win when he's locked in, playing around the rim the way he does, getting out, running, playing loose. And I think that's what it really is to, for him and Tamar. They're both playing loose. They're not thinking. And when guys aren't thinking and just going, you know, off of their off of their reaction time, uh, it's fun to watch when they when when they get back in those modes. Yeah. It's letting the game come to you, not trying to go get the game. And yeah. I, I yeah. think that's such a great line. I sometimes and you can see with players sometimes when they, they put pressure on themselves and they think, Oh, I gotta go do do this and I gotta go do that. And it's like, well, hey, maybe you don't need to go do that. <laughs> you know, maybe you got something that maybe some of these other guys don't have, and that is your athletic ability, your size, yeah. and you can impact a game just by doing a lot of different things. But the motor, yeah, you know, how hard he's playing and competing, to me, to your point, I, I don't think he's overthinking anymore. I think he's just going and confident. And I, I if I do these three things, I'm going to stay on the floor and, and be, be productive. So we'll take a quick break, but before we do, we did want to tell you about Homefield Apparel. Homefield is committed to creating incredible, incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. Homefield has a growing collection of over 150 plus colleges to choose from, including your favorite team's unique logos, mascots, and icon- iconic moments to create thoughtfully designed apparel. Shop your latest team's apparel, head to homefieldapparel.com. Use the promo code KCSN23 for 15% off your first order. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, 
deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the Border War podcast here on the Kansas City Sports Network. We're presented by Emprise Bank. Jeff, the lighting looks a little bit better. It looks like we got <laughs> we might have had a technical difficulty, but we're good. We we're we're playing through it. You know, we're playing next play. That's next hilarious. Play. Next play. <laughs> um, let let's get to it. We got to we we uh, we got to talk about Kentucky. Mizzou goes to Kentucky and Lexington. Um, kind of felt like this was the Kansas game where you look up and Mizzou's just like hanging around and it's, it's eight, it's a six point deficit. They're down 13. You're like, man, Kentucky's going to put this to 25 any minute. And then Mizzou comes back and makes it six again. And, you know, it felt like Mizzou was, couldn't get over the hump, but it it did keep it close on the road. Um, And again, you know, you look at the box score, Jamar Bates was, was very good uh, in this game, but Noah Carter, um, we, yeah. you know, we yeah. kind of mentioned him. Sean East was good as, as he always has been with 19, but Noah with 20 hit three threes. Um, he, he'd been struggling, you know, and, and Mizzou needs him to, to have any sort of chance in games. They, they need that type of, of player to step up in terms of making shots at the small ball four or five. If you could play, if you play small and then his ability to finish around the rim, he just really couldn't get anything going. So it's good to see him kind of break out of that, have a 20 point game on the road. So you think, especially at Kentucky, that's always uh, it's always a good thing uh, when you can find some some consistency and and some production, but Kentucky's good. You know you got you know that um, they got so much talent over there, so much speed, athleticism, size. It's not a good matchup for Mizzou at all, and and they hung close there uh, for much of the game. Big picture in the in the game really to me is is Mizzou. You know first half shot the ball really well. Uh, we're kind of you know back and forth there the first ten minutes of the game. Uh, they're only down five at the break. Uh, mm-hmm. Really shot, really shot the ball well. They hit six threes um, and and kind of paced themselves. Probably put Kentucky on the line too much. Probably fouled a little too much. But they're in the game. In the second half, they go ice cold from three, specifically two of fifteen uh, from three. Didn't really shoot the ball that well, um, and that allows Kentucky to kind of go on a run. Uh, and they never looked back. Points in the paint. 
Um, Mizzou is competitive, but really it's the points off turnovers. Um, Kentucky 16 to four in points off turnovers, um, especially on the road. You know, Missouri, Missouri only turned the ball over 11 times, but a lot of those turnovers are live ball turnovers that end up in buckets on the other end. And it felt like Kentucky's turnovers, Missouri really couldn't capitalize on. Um, and that's just kind of how it goes. A lot of live ball turnovers, um, you know, losing the ball around the mid stripe, um, trying to do too much, uh, making some bad passes that led to transition breaks. And you just can't do that on a team like Kentucky with that much speed and that much athleticism. Yeah, I mean, I think you said it. I'm a, I'm a big turnover rebound, rebound guy. Um, and, you know, uh, when it comes to turnovers, it's those points off of turnovers. You know, I think those are just extra points. And I, I know, you know, they're looking back at like, wow, man, if we could get even half of those points back from those points off of turnovers, uh, just give us eight back. What does that what does that do with our confidence? What does that do with the momentum of the game? Um, what does that do? Because uh, one of the things that I, I was really impressed with was, you know, at one point in time, I didn't know if it was going to get out of control. And the way Missouri just kept fighting, it kept fighting, it kept fighting until it got out of control. I thought that was pretty cool because um, this is a team that they never, they're, they're so resilient. And it's to me, I think it's so many positives they can look out of the way they fought. Uh, they had some things, you know, those points off of turnovers hurt, missing some shots. But the production that right now that you're getting from Noah Carter uh, and Tamar Bates, um, I think that is something that you can build build upon. And again, if you're going to take a loss uh, early in the season, this is the best time to do it. And you were on the road at Kentucky, number six team in the nation. Again, I think it, you said it best, Jared. I think it was. It, it, it did remind me of a of, a, of the KU type game. Yeah. Um, you're playing a top team and you're right there. You're right there. And then obviously when the game kind of gets out of hand towards the end, but in the thick of it, when the game really mattered most, it was a tight game. They were competing. Uh, they had Kentucky and Calipari thinking on the other other end, as well as their fans. And uh, at, at one point in time, you thought Missouri's they might just turn the corner. So I think they're right there right now. They got some guys like we talked about playing well with Tamar Banks. Noah Carter starting to fill himself out. So you know we know what we're, you're going to get out of Sean East. Uh, but when these other guys, when they all put it together. And and if they can continue to uh, consistently put it together, watch out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think when I look at this team too, I mean, they, they were hammered on the glass. Yeah, there was forty two twenty discrepancy on the glass, um, which doesn't bode well. And they they did keep it close uh, in terms of points in the paint. Mm-hmm. But when you look at look at this team, and yeah, I kind of draw the, the comparison to, to last year's game. Like seventy five has always been the magic number in terms of offense, in terms of scoring. They've given up a lot of points in some of these losses. They give up 90 to Kentucky. Now, look, Kentucky's very talented, and they can shoot, they can score it. It's, it's not really a surprise to see Kentucky put up 90, but this is starting to become a trend. And, and what they're, you know, what to me they're missing is last year they had Demoy Hodge, who led the SEC in steals. You know, they were able to force more turnovers, led to transition. It's why they were able to get back and gain, they could shoot teams out of games because they could get steals. And live ball turnovers, you just touched on turnovers. And look, they were they were killed on the glass so much last year, too. Yeah. Defensive end, you know, so much is made of offense and, and looking at the box score and who's playing well. But they're really not getting stops. And they, they struggle to put consecutive stops. They call them kills where yeah. 
kind of bumps that spike where you get three, three, yeah, three in a row, baby. <laughs> you know, you know, they're trying to do that. It, it just feels like there's, mm-hmm. they, they get away from, you know, some of those, those concepts defensively. And look, they, they have some limitations. There's no question. Um, when you're going up against a team like Kentucky, that's just got length and size and speed and quickness, you know, it's, it's, you know, one of those questions where you don't have the horses. That's where I like the the character of the team to just hang. They they don't quit, and I I appreciate that about them. They're they're not going to quit. They're going to keep playing. Um, they they definitely you know have a culture there where it's, I think Sean East deserves a ton of. Every time I see Sean yeah. East play, he's the best player on the floor for Missouri pretty much consistently night in and night out, and he's one of the smallest players on the roster. But how he interacts with guys, you know, in dead ball situations, in huddles. Uh, bad plays. He's always like positive, and and I, I I appreciate that. You have to have that type of leadership, especially with where the team sits right now. Mm-hmm. You're right at the start of league play. You're zero and two to start league play. Like that can be really difficult. Um, and you and I luckily didn't have to experience that a ton in our playing days. But to to think about going through some of those losses, um, and build it. You know, how do you get? How do you find a win? You know, how do you how do you continue to prepare and go to practice and work? And stay together. Don't lose the locker room. Like it's it's early January, um, but, but you know this this team's gotta gotta stay together. And I, I think that's probably the message right now. And I I, I still think the young players, right, the, the Jordan Butlers, the Anthony Robinsons, you know those guys really do need to play. Um, they they need to play a, a good amount of time if they can. Um, Trent Pierce, you know, very much a, a player that needs to get time. These are three freshmen that are really talented. Uh, that I, I think are their minutes kind of fluctuate in terms of you know teachable moments, you know games where they they might you know struggle. Um, there's there's a lot of teachable moments, but but these guys need to, need to get some some of that experience because I I think they're they're guys who circle in for for the future too, um, and hopefully they can continue to get that experience. Yeah, and I, I think over time, you know, again, uh, you know, I know Coach Gates is you know still I think trying to figure out. You know who's going to get those other minutes, and I think besides what the production right now of uh, the Kansas City, the the Kansas City duo Bates and uh, Shaw are doing right now. So there are some other guys that have opportunity to step up, but I think with this team, man, overall, is they're right there. You know, like you mentioned, you know, how do they stay motivated? Oh, and two, you know, you just hope that you know they think, man, we're right there, like. We're right there. Don't worry about being 0-2. Just worry about knowing that we're developing in the right direction and at any point in time, it's gonna, the, the lid's going to pop off and it's going to overflow. So just know I, I think they're right there. I mean, you can tell, again, when they went, they go into these hostile, these hostile environments and, and they still compete, they're right there. They just need to stay locked in and uh, uh, continue to trust in Coach Gates. But – and clean up some little things, you know. Um, but I think they're going to be right there. I, I truly believe they're going to be right there. Yeah, you, you look at where the SEC sits, too. I mean, Auburn, really good team. They're 2-0 and in league play. Kentucky and Georgia, they're 2-3 right now in the league, and that's Missouri's first two, you know, matchups in SEC play. Now they face South Carolina at home on Saturday, 2-30 tip. Uh, it's their first home game in league play and South Carolina is very good. They're 13 and two. So, um, doesn't get easy in league yeah. play, as you know. Um, and this team's going to have to find a way to continue. And, and this is going to be a great, you know, I think for, for coach Gates, different team than last year. Yeah. That was such a fun team last year. And it's, there are some returners from that team. There's some young players, there's some transfers. 
Um, obviously, the Caleb Grill situation with the injury is, is, has been a kind of a bummer because he was he was going to be a huge part of, of this group. Kind of similar to what we're seeing from Tamar playing so well. That's mm-hmm. really what this staff envisioned from Caleb Grill. Uh, so losing him is is a piece of this. But um, yeah, it's, it's this is what coaches you know, just when 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 it's going great and you're winning, it's great. But when you're losing and you're struggling. How do you find ways to kind of get your team in the best position to hopefully win a game? And that's what Coach Gates is, is going to work through this this week and this weekend. Jeff, always good to chat with you, man. Um, Bleak play is uh, alive and well, and it's going to be an exciting, exciting run here through SEC play as uh, we get we get into the heart of this. It's uh, two games down and a lot of fun ahead of us here in Bleak play. All right, Jeff, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.